good morning. This is Morgan, and I am so thrilled to have you listening today. Thank you so, so much. Please feel free to share this podcast on your Facebook page or have your friends, family, enemies, whoever. Go to anchor.fm backslash witches cauldron to hear this podcast. We'll always have some type of useful or at least entertaining information for our listeners. So after much thought of the last episode, um, the first and the last episode, um, I figured I would start with something um, educational and some educational aspect of the very basics. Um, I would like to start with, you know, firstly um, talking about your spiritual walk is first and foremost a way of living, way of life, not just quote unquote your religion. It's important for um, for those choosing this path to understand that. Um, another thing to remember is paganism in all forms is a protected religion, for lack of a better term, under the First Amendment. Um, your job may not discriminate against you due to your spiritual beliefs. And I just wanted to get that out there real quick because a lot of us um, are used to being discriminated against and um, my job discriminates against everyone so it doesn't matter. But a lot of people, um, their job will, you know, leave out the pagans but include the Christian stuff and, and it's it's annoying. Your, your, your path is considered a religion and is protected under the First Amendment Freedom of Religion Act. Um, so please, you know, use it like use it as much as you want, but understand that you do you have you are a protected religion. Um, okay, so um, first and foremost, I want to start off with goals and oaths. Um, there are specific goals and oaths for witches, um, kind of like guidelines. There's multiple guidelines out there, multiple different kinds. Um, you have the, um, principles of belief that were set out by the American Academy or Council of American Witches. Um, they're very, old collective they've been disbanded for many years but they have their own 13 principles of belief for um wiccan witches um you know we were me and my group were learning um 13 goals of a witch or 13 oaths of a witch and that was from circe every group has their own Guidelines. It's kind of like rules to live by, you know, things that just, you know, hey, this is how you're supposed to be a good, decent human being. The Christians have the Ten Commandments. Um, you know, you have all sorts of different ways of, of, of different lists of how to be a good person. <laughs> um, when I was looking at the um, Council of American Witches, 13 Principles of Beliefs, the 13 goals of a witch, the 13 oaths of a witch, um, a lot of them had, had crossed, you know, it's like things were not necessarily taken, but they were still the same. There's still the same beliefs, still the same, uh, goals that everyone, you know, everyone was 
agreeing on these specific goals. Everyone was agreeing on these specific oaths. And um, just a little history on the Council of American Witches. They've, they started in 73 um, by Carl Llewellyn Wetschke. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, the same guy of Llewellyn Worldwide. He started the Council of American Witches back in 73. Um, the group disbanded in 74, but before that, they published the 13 Beliefs as a guideline for Wiccans. Um, and actually, those guidelines were incorporated into the Army Military Chaplain's Handbook in 78, well after they had disbanded. Um, the group is trying to make a comeback according to the article that I read, um, The Wild Hunt by Jason Pitzel Waters, wildhunt.org. This article was written October 12th, 2011, but in it, it said the group was trying to make a comeback. It had left um, some links. It had left some emails. It had everything that I tried. I got nothing. I got nowhere. So I'm assuming that um, they didn't last <laughs> again. Uh, they ended up getting disbanded, and um, I'm assuming they didn't last because I can't reach anyone, not a, not a one person. Um, so let's go into these beliefs and goals and oaths. Um, I'm going to read the Council of American Witches principles of beliefs first that I'd found because I, these are very wordy. Unfortunately, um, I, I will tell you right now, I need to, I should have read through them before so that I could get all of the, um, <laughs> all of the pauses that I would need. But, um, just so you know, there, there's a good possibility that I may screw this up. Um, number one, we practice rights to attune ourselves with the natural rhythm of life forces marked by the phases of the moon and seasonal quarters and cross quarters. We recognize our, number two, we recognize our intelligence gives us a unique responsibility toward our environment. We seek to live in harmony with nature, in ecological balance, offering fulfillment to life and consciousness within evolutionary concept. Number three, we acknowledge a depth of power far greater than is apparent to the average person. Number four, we conceive of the creative power in the universe as manifesting through pol polarity as masculine and feminine and that this same creative power lives in all people and functions through the interaction of the masculine and feminine. Number five, we recognize both outer world and inner or physiological, oh I'm sorry, psychological worlds sometimes known as the spiritual world, the collective unconscious, the inner plant, planes, etc. And we see in the interaction of these two dimensions the basis for paranormal phenomena and magical exercises. Number six, we do not recognize any authoritarian hierarchy, but do honor those who teach, respect those who share their greater knowledge and wisdom, and acknowledge those who have courageously given of themselves in leadership. Number seven, we see religion, magic, and wisdom in living as being united in the way one views the world and lives within it. A worldview and a philosophy of life which we identify as witchcraft or the Wiccan way. Number eight, 
Calling oneself a witch does not make a witch, but neither does heredity itself or the collecting of titles, degrees, and initiations. A witch seeks to control the forces within that make life possible in order to live wisely and well without harm to others and in harmony with nature. Number nine, we acknowledge that it is the affirmation and fulfillment of the life in a continuation of evolution and development of consciousness that gives meaning to the universe we know and our personal role within it. Number 10. Our only animosity towards Christianity or any other religion is to the extent that it is institutions have claimed to be the one true, right, and only way and have sought to deny freedom to others to suppress the other ways of religious practices and belief. Sorry, I really fumbled through that. Number 11. As American witches, we are not threatened by debates on the history of the craft, the origins of various terms, the legitimacy of various aspects of the different traditions, we are concerned with our present and our future. Number 12, we do not accept the concept of absolute evil, nor do we worship any entity known as Satan or the devil as defined by Christian traditions. We do not seek power through the suffering of others, nor do we accept the concept that personal benefits can only be derived by denial to another. Number 13, we work within within nature for that which is contributory to our health and well-being. Now those are from the Council of American Witches. Those are, that's their list of how to be a good little witch. A good little Wiccan witch, I guess you could say. Um, now the Cersarian goals of a witch, um, kind of don't even actually, I, I wouldn't even say that they really touch on those. Um, but I think the oaths of a witch might from, from Cersei, but, um, the 13 goals of a witch, which is another, it's another way of, you know, gauging how you're walking your path. Um, your goal as a witch is to number one, know yourself both physically and spiritually. Number two, know your craft. Number three, learn ongoing. Learning on is ongoing, never stops. Number four, apply knowledge with wisdom. Number five, achieve balance. Number six, keep your words in good order. Practice this on a daily basis as words carry power. Number seven, Keep your thoughts in good order. When you see something in your mind's eye, you can create it. Number eight, celebrate life. Number nine, attune yourself with the cycles of the earth. Know the festivals, what they mean, and what your role is. Number 10, breathe and eat correctly. It has been our tradition that before a Sabbath, we fast from noon until the feast. Only nuts and berries, breathing in meditation. Um... I, I think that last part, uh, what what they mean is, you know, making sure that when you're doing your um, pre-ritual meditation, that you're you're conscious, you're doing conscious breathing. Uh, number eleven, exercise the body. Take care of your body; it's the only one you got. Number twelve, meditate. This is a great opening in the, to the spiritual plane for any guidance that might be needed, um, whether it's for yourself or to 
have your guides guide you um, or to learn who your guides are. 13, honor the goddess and the god. Those were the goals of a witch. And I, I think those are pretty uh, pretty good, pretty upstanding and pretty correct. I love how short they are. Um, you know, those, those are probably something that... Um, those of us who do call us a witch, who call ourselves witches, um, we do strive for. We strive to know our craft. We strive to apply our knowledge. We strive to achieve balance. Um, we do strive to keep our words in good order and our thoughts in good order. We want to celebrate life. We try to attune ourselves with the cycles of the earth. You know, so all of this is stuff that we, you, you try on a daily basis. Now, number 13, or the next thing is the 13 oaths of a witch. Um, you, this is now oaths, meaning your promise. And um, when you break your word, what good is it? Um, you need to, you, your, your word is your bond. And if you're giving this your all, if you are if you are promising that you're going to do these 13 things then you need to make sure that you are doing these 13 things or you are an oath breaker um so your 13 oaths one observe the four minor sabbats two observe the four major sabbats three meditate each day four Attune yourself with the elemental forces. Five, always light a candle for the god and goddess. I'm sorry, goddess and god. Six, interpret the circumstances in your life in a spiritual light. Seven, never break your word. Eight, keep a magical journal. Nine, observe the moons, both full and new. Ten, remain true to your inner light. 11. Strive for balance in all aspects of your life. 12. Treat your tools with love and respect. And 13. Keep an altar slash sacred space. Also loving how short those were. <laughs> um, but those are, are a little bit more important than, um, you know, the goals of a witch. To me, these, these 13 oaths, you say oath, that's a big deal to me. Um, definitely don't want to be an oath breaker so I guess my question would be you know what what do you see you know do you see that you know a lot of these they they have they have similar similar um, guidelines <laughs> um, all three are similar do what do you think? Do you think we need to listen to all three? Do you think we should have all three of those 13 each guidelines? Do you think that that we should we should follow those as witches rules? You know, do you think more needs to be added? Do you think there's a little too much and it's starting to be like the federal government trying to tell you, you know, that you what you can do and when you can do it on what specific days. Um, what are what are some things that you would add? If you would add something, what, what would you add? Um, I honestly can't think of anything right at the second. But um, 
you know, what, what kinds of things would you, would you like to see added to that? If, if this was, if it was your, your 13 goals or your 13 oaths, if you were writing them, what would you see changed? Um, our next podcast, we are going to talk about the word, witch. And, you know, if you do or don't use the term, you know, what does it mean for you? Um, don't forget, I believe it was oath number seven. Never break your word. Your word is all you have. Stay true to yourself. And I can't wait to hear you next time. Um, next time will be Thursday. We are going to do these podcasts on Monday and Thursday so that everyone has a normal schedule and what they can look forward to. So thank you for the input, um, Mr. Holbrook. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, you have any, please leave me messages. Please leave me questions that I can address. You know, give me some ideas of what you'd like to hear. But the next podcast on Thursday will be about the word witch. So I look forward to having you guys listen. And thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for following. Have a great day. Blessed be.